Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 136. So, <laughs> so you're going to have to remind me where we were. Where did we leave off? I think we were discussing coordination and cooperation, first in a tribal setting, and then, you know, in a larger multicultural society. And the place that I'm coming to is that religion, especially a common religion, really helps. This is a very important point, okay? There is a God-shaped slot in our brains, and we don't have a choice whether or not that slot is going to get filled. That slot, that hole demands to be filled with, with some absolute. And in that sense, we're all religious, even those of us who deny it. Heck, especially atheists. I think atheists are some of the most religious people I know. <laughs> so the only choice we have is deciding which God to worship, which religion to follow. And I think it's intuitive that a common religion helps to encourage, actually helps create both cooperation and trust. And those are darn important for a functional society. And it's especially important as, as a society grows and more and more, you have to be able to trust strangers immediately. <laughs> strangers immediately. And that is an insanely difficult problem to solve. It's a very recent problem and, and a common religion solves it. A common religion makes it possible for strangers to coordinate their interactions before they even meet, <laughs> without even communicating. And I think that's pretty damn cool. But here's the rub, <laughs> okay? Even the most functional society with the sturdiest supports, that society contains the, the worm of chaos, exactly because it is so stable. I mean, think about it. When things are going well, it's really easy to think that good times are the default. And so we start to take good times for granted. Our discipline weakens. It gets harder to remember what the, the common rules and the common rituals of our society are for. I mean, ugh, what's with all these damn rules? What's with all these meaningless rituals? I'm doing just fine. I don't need my neighbor. He's kind of annoying. I don't need my community. Frankly, they're a little dull. I don't need these restrictions, these rules, these rituals. I am just naturally a good person. We think that, but we've never been tested. And I think that being good goodness, it requires, hmm, it requires strength. And I don't think we're strong anymore. I think our society is so safe, is so comfortable that we've grown weak. The response to this, I think, would be something like, but Matt, that doesn't make any sense. I am still a good person. Doesn't that mean I'm strong? No, no, it doesn't, because I think we're only good because our society is strong. If you look at history, good times are the exception. A safe, stable 
society is the exception. What's the line from The Dark Knight? They're only as good as the world allows them to be. That's it. That's it exactly. We are so safe and so so cozy and so comfortable that we forget the big bad world is still out there and that it's also still inside of us. And so we're in this strange situation. We are weak, but we think we're strong just because we haven't had to lift anything heavy lately. We think we're good just because we haven't been tempted to do evil lately. And and the morality of someone who is weak may look strong as long as it's still propped up by a strong society. But that morality is fragile. The morality of a weak man will last all the way to the edge of temptation, but no further, (laughs) if that makes sense. All this time, we thought we were strong and good and virtuous, but we weren't. We were not. We were just being protected by our society. We were being shielded and coddled and given a boost <laughs> and, and supported by the culture that our parents struggled and suffered to build. And their parents. And their parents. I mean, our ancestors built this society and we take it for granted and then we wonder why <laughs> we wonder why it's falling apart and at this point i think i can hear you saying matt what the fuck are you talking about look it's the supports that kept us upright not our own strength and now we're kicking out those supports because we think we don't need them we scoff <laughs> we scoff at the supports we don't think they're necessary In fact, they're restrictive. They're holding us back. They're downright bad. Fuck the supports. Knock them over. Burn them down. And so we destroy, we have destroyed the ties that bind us together. We have torn down what held us up. We've destroyed the family. We've gutted religion we have set the rules on fire. We've, <laughs> we've kicked the legs out from under the stool. We've pushed the delicate vase right to the edge of the high shelf. We have pulled pieces out of the Jenga tower until it won't stop swaying. Is that enough metaphors? <laughs> All right, here's another one. Progressives are anti-vaxxers. Progressives are depending on the herd immunity of other people's morality. Look, in good times, it's really easy to act decently. We just conform and we call obedience virtue. But conformism is not morality. It's not the easy times that define you. It's it's the difficult times, the hard times. And if we're blind to how much support we get from societal norms, we are going to mistake our shallow conformity for a deeper virtue. And then and then bam, right? When bad times come, we will not be prepared. We're like a kid boasting of riding a bike without noticing the training wheels. Hmm. Training wheels. I kind of like that metaphor. Jewish law, Mosaic law, kind of 
feels like the first set of training wheels. It's very explicit. It's a very concrete law. You know when you've broken the law. Don't kill. Don't steal. Don't slander. And then the teachings of Jesus, they feel like an evolution of Jewish law. They're abstract rather than concrete. They're universal rather than tribal. They're personal rather than social per se. But first, you need the training wheels. First, you have to learn how to follow the rules, period. You can't just skip straight to riding a bike on two wheels. Morality begins with practice. Morality begins with obedience, with with submission. But you can't just practice being obedient, okay? You have to practice being moral. We have to practice with the training wheels on, but you also have to practice with the training wheels off, if that makes sense. Each step is necessary. You can't just skip directly to doing wheelies. And if we are so arrogant and blithe to think that we're just naturally moral, and we tear down every aspect of society that supports our morality, I think we're going to tumble right off that bike and break our necks. I think I'm going to call it there. I have a little bit more to say on this topic, but I think one more episode will do it. For now, that's all I've got, and I'll catch you next week.